The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $100 at Winbet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. There is $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. It really is a lovely day at St. Mary's, a lovely day in the south of England. Dallow was forced to hurry, but he gets there. Can he pick somebody out? No, he can't. Bruno Fernandes was the player running in. Just a little bit too much on that ball in from Diogo Dallow. We'll see the supporters standing all around St. Mary's Stadium as they show their appreciation to the late David Armstrong, the former Southampton and England striker who sadly passed away last week at the age of 67. Ilanga to Dallow. And it goes to Bruno Fernandes. And then coming in was Ilanga, saved by the goalkeeper. Blocked somehow. All three blocks. Amazing defending from Southampton. How on earth did Manchester United not score? Absolutely fantastic. Once it entered those central areas, it was all about just attacking where the ball is, whether it's the goalkeeper or the centre-half. You see them just throwing themselves in front of the ball. And that's the difference between going a goal down and having a clean sheet at this point. Here's Arrivo, now Armstrong. Adams on the move in the middle. Martinez trying to stick with him. Gets the shot away and hits it straight at David De Gea. Walker Peters. Elianusi. Shea Adams have made the blindside run, gets to the ball. And they can't generate the power. He's off balance by the time he got there, but it was a wonderful ball in behind Martinez. Orthodoxy it would be. Here's Alanga running through. That's a brilliant tackle by Bella Kocha. Amazing bit of defending by the youngster. Timed it quite superbly. What is timing? Have to be absolutely brilliant. It's better from Manchester United. Ilanga. Sancho with the ball on to Dallo. Fizzes the ball into Bruno Fernandes. What a finish. Outstanding finish from the Manchester United captain who just walked onto that and smashed it into the back of the Southampton net. It's Southampton nil, Manchester United won, Bruno Fernandes. Adam Armstrong able to squeeze the cross in, brilliant save to Gea and then headed over the top by Kyle Walker-Peters. Brilliant save by David De Gea for Manchester United. Time and space on this side now for Stuart Armstrong. They've got six in the box at the moment. Southampton coming in, Walker Peters. Lienko was there. It's a brilliant overhead kick that's cleared off the line from Mara. Excellent play by Ward Prowse, but it's going to be in vain. Andy Madley blows the full time whistle. And Manchester United win back to back games in the Premier League for the first time since February. 
It's back-to-back -back wins for the first time for Eric Ten Hag. And they're applauded by their supporters here in the St. Mary's sunshine. You are listening to Bet MUFC on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Bet MUFC Twitter account at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And of course, you can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And my Twitter account is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. Been tweeting lots lately about all of the locks we've been landing, but also. Have a look at the leans over on the EPL show. This week's show was another 8-1 show. So we are going very, very strong. Hopefully we can land another lean here on BetMEFC. We have landed our last two with Manchester United and Liverpool catching the both teams to score selection and Man United getting the win away to Southampton last time out. Now, I won't... I won't talk about that game for too long because obviously it wasn't a vintage performance. It wasn't an incredible performance. But at the end of the day, there is a blueprint to beating a team south uh, like Southampton at St. Mary's. And it's very, very simple. If you are somebody like a Liverpool, a Manchester City, a Man United, a Tottenham or a Chelsea, it's if you work as hard as them, you will win the game. Because your talent will shine through. Manchester United were not head and shoulders the better team against Southampton on Saturday by no means. In fact, Southampton, you would say, probably edged it if you're looking at the statistics. Manchester United found a way to deal with Shea Adams. Shea Adams is very, very difficult to deal with. He's one of the best players in the Premier League, in my opinion, at holding the ball up. If he could finish... He would be the complete striker. He would be a 75 to 90 million pound striker, but he can't. His finishing in what is what he's lacking. So despite the fact that Manchester United did struggle with him, ultimately they dealt with him because they kept a clean sheet. So Manchester United made a big, big effort to continue running and to stay with Southampton and to match their effort. And in the end, a moment of quality from a player who's better than the players in the Southampton team. And I'm talking about Bruno Fernandes. That was the difference. You had two sets of teams working very, very hard. But in the end, the better players won. And that's how you end up with Manchester United beating Southampton. And that's how you end up with Chelsea losing to Southampton. And I see a lot of people undermining what Manchester United have done in the last two games. A lot of the narrative about the Liverpool result was about Liverpool it was uh, more difficult to find the stats where Manchester United outran Liverpool by two kilometres and put in a real effort. I'm not saying people weren't saying that, but it was a little bit more hidden than the fact that Liverpool had only picked up two points in their first three games and that something looked wrong with Liverpool. And then you saw the, the pundits making excuses and listing off all the players that were missing for Liverpool. Yet this same Liverpool team with the same players missing managed to score nine goals past Bournemouth and suddenly they were back. Liverpool were back despite the fact that they were missing players. Liverpool were back. Liverpool are, are well beaters again, yet they needed 98 minutes, even though 95 minutes of injury time was signalled against Newcastle to steal another win tonight. So 
don't undermine the the victory of Manchester United, which was a massive, massive turnaround. To go from losing 4-0 to Brentford and looking awful and a lot of people predicting that we might be a mid-table team to beating Liverpool, who are world beaters one day, but then not world beaters when Man United beat them and then world beaters again when they score nine at the weekend. That's undermining our achievements. Winning at Southampton, we, we, it was deemed as lucky. Some people were saying, well, it's only Southampton and you're lucky to beat them. Well, Chelsea just lost to them and Chelsea have spent well over £200 million and are still looking to spend more. They've just spent £75 million on a centre-back. So I'm not understanding how it's lucky to go away and win at Southampton. Did, did they have chances to score? Yeah, they had some half chances to score, but there was nothing clear-cut there, in my opinion, where Southampton should have definitely equalised. Once again, I think it was a strong performance by the back four. I think Malassia establishing himself as the left-back. Diego Dallo was a right-back from the start of the season because we didn't buy anybody else and we didn't sell Wan-Bissaka. And uh, Dallo's obviously fancied ahead of Wan-Bissaka. And this new defensive partnership looks solid. It's probably the defensive partnership that we should have started with from the start of the season because if you spend £46 million on a defender and he's your own signing in terms of Eric Ten Hag bringing him in from Ajax, then obviously you need to start him. And Rafa Varane should have always played above Harry Maguire. I thought that was a bad start to, to Ten Hag's managerial reign by saying Maguire is my captain, he's the captain of this team. Well, Maguire was part of the problem last season. Maguire is part of the problem around Carrington. He's not liked by the fans. He's not liked by the staff. I don't think he has the respect of the players. Look, it's always going to be ridiculous for Harry Maguire to be captaining Bruno Fernandes, Cristiano Ronaldo, Casemiro, Rafa Varane. It's always going to be ridiculous. And it's it's almost even more ridiculous that Harry Maguire would ever start above Rafa Varane. I understand that he wasn't at his best last season. I understand that he had injuries. And at times, I even questioned if he was there just for the money. I even questioned that with Casemiro based off the way Varane played. But when he's at his best, Varane is one of the top three defenders in the world. This is a man who's won multiple Champions League. This is a man who's won a World Cup. He was selected as an automatic first choice for both Real Madrid and France. So if he's fit, he has to play above Harry Maguire, who's, who's never done anything in the game. Let's be fair. He's never done anything in the game. He's got multiple relegations to his name. And that should never have happened at the start of the season. But now there's definitely balance there. Casemiro is going to add more. It'll be interesting to see if we do go to two holding midfielders. Because we know over at Brazil, Casemiro has a partnership with Fred that does work. So it'll be interesting if we go to that and put Bruno in front of him. Or whether we continue to start Christian Eriksen in this deeper quarterback role alongside Casemiro. But I think it's going to be three out of those four. Unfortunately for Scott McTominay, I think ultimately we'll draw out of the team but in saying that he has had two really good games it's been back-to-back good performances from Scott McTominay so it wouldn't surprise me to see him starting against Leicester up top I still think Cristiano Ronaldo is a problem if we want to go for pace the front three has to be Martial, Rashford and um, and Jadon Sancho Obviously, Anthony Alanga sometimes gets in there, but I don't think he has the quality to be a Manchester United player if we are going to emerge as contenders for the title again in the future and this season contenders for the top four. And of course, now we have signed Anthony and Anthony for £84 million, I believe it is. There's loads and loads of different figures out there. I've lost track of what the real number actually is or or not not necessarily lost track, but I'm not sure what to believe. You have to feel that he has to start and that will probably come at the expense 
performance of Anthony Martial. I mean, Martial hasn't started this season because he was injured, but we know what the starting team was in pre-season and we know how things worked and fans were looking forward to Martial playing. Now it seems like Martial probably will be um, a player who drops out again because you feel like Anthony's going to start, you feel like Sancho has to start and Rashford is probably going to start down the middle and that's going to be a big problem with Cristiano Ronaldo. Can he accept this new position where he's not a regular starter in the team? Can he accept coming in for games where it's not a case of Manchester United pressing teams on the ball but it's a case of Manchester United having to break teams down therefore getting balls into the box for the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and needing our best finisher there which Cristiano Ronaldo still is. Don't get me wrong Cristiano Ronaldo is the best finisher at the club but it's those type of games that we need him in but if Manchester United are going to try and implement the press and be that pressing team with the front three that's going to be Rashford Sancho and, and Anthony if Anthony settles in to the Premier League because we still have to see that from him. We still bought a player who hasn't exactly scored a wad full of goals in the in the Dutch league. So it'll be interesting to see if this signing works. Personally, I do think that Man United have paid over the odds. But this seems to be a running theme for the top clubs at the moment. Chelsea have played over the odds for, for numerous players. You look at Darwin Nunes moving to Liverpool for £85 million. That's probably about £40 million more than he's worth. You're looking at Jack Grealish moving to City last season for £100 million. That's looking like about £40 to £45 million more than he should be. So this is just what happens in the game at the moment. If you want a player, you're going to have to pay over the odds. And I feel like that's what Manchester United have done with Anthony, especially if you look at the goal record in the Dutch league. If you look at these little skill reels that, that people make on TikTok and, and YouTube, then yes, he looks very, very very impressive but it's easy to edit anybody to look like an amazing player I'm sure he's a great player Uh, we wouldn't pay this money for him we wouldn't have chased him throughout the summer it's still crazy to me that Manchester United still do business this late in the window and don't go into the first game of the season with a full squad to choose from and a full pre-season under their belt it's still stupid it's still disorganised but at the end of the day if you look at the the targets we had and you look, look, look at who we've got in and what positions you have to say at this point, it has been a successful transfer window for Manchester United. Before we look ahead to this game here against Leicester and listen to Eric Ten Hag's comments, let me let you know about Winbet because if thinking of joining Winbet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. So, While Anthony might not be the best deal, this is an incredible deal over at WinBet. Also, if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet on the MLB. Plus, WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB with five TDs prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, you must call 1 800 522 Let me also take a second out here to tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare different sign up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best 
deal. The app also allows you to have player statistics, key game stats, injury reports and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible, which is going to be crucial during the NFL season. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Now, we keep records over at LockBetting.com. The pin tweet at the LockBetting.com Twitter account is always the PL from the previous month. And we always shop around for the best line. That's what Odds Trader allows you to do. Because instantly, if you take a, a minus 130 over, say a minus 150, you're benefiting from that. If you continue to do that bet after bet, if you bet regularly over the course of the week, that's going to make a massive difference. Over the course of the month, and we post monthly P&Ls, it's going to make a huge difference. Over the course of a year, it's going to make a massive, massive difference to shop those lines. And that's what Odds Trader allows you to do, plus much, much more. To get involved, head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And finally, let me tell you about the free roll football contest. The free roll football contests are here. The college football contest has $1,500 up for grabs, whilst the NFL contest has $5,000 up for grabs and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. All you need to do to sign up is head over to our Discord. It's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. So getting back to the game against Leicester, Manchester United take on Leicester tomorrow. Leicester have, have had a poor start to the season and I'm hoping that Manchester United can continue this good run as we look for our third win in a row. Here's what Eric Ten Hag had to say about that upcoming game. <laughs> Eric, um, can you just explain where the situation is with Anthony and also what you see in him having worked with him at Ajax that you think will make him a success at Manchester United? Uh, first, we have to sign it. <laughs> so um, there's agreement between the clubs, but the paperwork is not done. So, um, so I cannot go too deep in, in that fact. Um, okay. Uh, would would he hopefully fill a position that you think is important? Uh, offense, offensive department. Still, uh, we need to strengthen that, that squad, our squad, because um, we have many games to cover. From now on, we go in in three games a week, every third, fourth day. And as you know, uh, especially from offensive players, uh, um, they are quicker fatigued because they have to run more, they have to run more high intensity. Um, uh, we expect that from them and our way of play. So we need numbers there, but not only numbers, we need so we don't know, uh, need only quantity, we need quality. Um, well, let's believe that Martin Dubravka is also likely to sign for the club before the deadline if that deal is done will that be the end of the signings for Manchester United or could you sign someone else I think so uh, that will be the uh, for this for this window it will be the end but uh, when there is great opportunity you have to be always alert as, as a top club um, Eric, where does this leave uh, Cristiano Ronaldo with Anthony's incoming? Clearly, he wants to play. Does this restrict his game time more? Is he, is he still part of the plans? Clear. Uh, of course. And what I just said, we, we need 
quality plays. And you need more uh, to cover all the games and uh, to keep um, also the consistency going. And uh, that is what we strive for. I know you said Simon there that that might, might be it, but is that Aaron Wan-Bissaka still part of your plans? There's talk of Sergio Des coming in from Barcelona, who you know, of course, from Ajax. Um, of course, Aaron is still in, and he will keep, he will stay in. So we this squad, uh, we will go from from September uh, till minimum January, but we will play with this squad this season. And just, just on your upturn in fortunes, the, the last two games, um, it's, I mean, it's the same players. Is that purely been down to a, a change in attitude and, and, and commitment and the, and the drive that uh, you've, you've instilled in them? Uh, I see this is start. I think we have no good base, but this is the minimum what we have to bring. And I was happy to see that see that turn, and we have to to keep that uh, to uh, to get uh, to keep the spirit and to keep this winning mentality uh, because you need it if you want to get a successful season. You need it in the squad. Eric, how are you looking uh, squad wise? Is Victor Lindelof, Anthony Martial, either them available for this game? Um, Victor Lindelof is training uh, with the team. We will see today how far he is. But uh, so just uh, one session he was in. Um, he was um, uh, two, three weeks out. Martial is not available. And, and going back to Anthony, do you know how long it's going to take for that transfer to be completed and all the paperwork done? No, I don't know. Would you hope to have, have him available for the weekend? I hope it. That's what I say. You always get the journalists in the UK pushing and pushing and pushing for for more and more answers. Uh, Eric Ten Hag seems usually to be quite short with them. He doesn't give too much away. But one thing he did say there is that he may have done his business. There may be nothing happening tomorrow in the final day of the transfer window with, with Man United playing as well. That doesn't really help us if there was anything else we wanted to do. But I think if he drafted up his, his fantasy list of players... I think Frankie de Jong is the only player that was missing from his shopping list. I do feel like Manchester United have gone on to secure everybody that Eric Ten Hag did want on his um, fantasy list of players. And speaking of fantasy, let me take a second out here to talk about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already play a fantasy league on there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their over-under game. So stop what you're doing now and download Sleeper to play their new over-under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our Sleeper listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 by using the promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a 100% match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Let me do, let me also take a second out to tell you about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. 
It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. A $500 cash prize and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store goes to the winner. So all you have to do to get involved is sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Moving on to the game against Leicester tomorrow. Manchester United are the favourites to come away with another win. They are available here at the best price of 6-5. It's 13-5 to five on the draw. And Leicester are available here as the 2-1 to one underdogs. I do fancy Manchester United to win again. This is largely down to the fact that Leicester have looked very, very poor this season, which is why Brendan Rodgers was installed as the favourite to be the next manager to go. But shockingly, Scotty Parker of Bournemouth ended up going first off the back of that 9-0 defeat against Liverpool. I don't think it was down to that 9-0 defeat. Although, I mean, they have lost 16-0 on aggregate across their last three games. But I think it was largely down to his comments. I don't think the chairman expected him to do that much against Arsenal, Manchester City and Liverpool. But I think the comments of Scotty Parker was what got him fired. But still, Brendan Rodgers is still back at the top of the market. I think Steven Gerrard could be a potential sleeper pick because he could go this weekend if Manchester City do a number on Aston Villa. But then again, Brendan Rodgers could go after this game if Manchester United win comfortably. I don't know if they'll win comfortably, but I do like Manchester United to get their third win in a row because Leicester have lost their last three games, conceding eight goals along the way. The Foxes have to win it this season and they look vulnerable against this United side who have won back-to-back games heading into this trip. I do think Leicester will be able to score though. United have managed just one clean sheet this season and uh, Southampton did carve out a few half chances in that one while uh, they've won both of their last two games by a single goal. So a a 2-1 selection here does appeal to me which individually is available at 8-1 or 9-1 if you shop around. This Leicester side have conceded twice in every league game so far this season but they've also scored in every single single one of those matches losing three in a row despite scoring in all of them so Man United and both teams to score also looks like it could provide some value for you there um, there isn't too much value in the both teams to score selection I think the bookies are expecting that that's heavily juiced at four to seven so trying to find an alternative way in there could be the better option Man United to win and both teams to score if you fancy Man United but if you're just not too sure if you just think this is going to be an attacking game where somehow Leicester bounce back and we've been cashing a lot of plays with that bounce back angle we took Sampdoria as the lock over on Scamessa Italia to to somehow play with some pride off the back of a 4-0 defeat coming up against a Lazio team that I thought would be smelling themselves off the back of beating Inter that lot cashed we took Bournemouth to bounce back from a 9-0 to at least 
go and get something from the game against Wolves. That was a that was a winning play as well. If guys played that over on EPL so EPL so EPL show. So some teams do need to show some pride. I think Leicester are in that position now. They're at home. It's Manchester United. There's always an extra effort. So I wouldn't blame you guys if you just took the both teams to score and tacked on the over two and a half goals. That selection is available there at 10 to 11. And uh, I wouldn't dissuade you from that because I do think that will cash. I just think Manchester United will be the team that win it. I think Brendan Rodgers has been in this job too long. I think he himself is disappointed that he hasn't been able to move on. And I think the players aren't playing for him. And ultimately, that's a bad recipe. And we've seen what happens when that bad recipe comes together at the start of the season. Something I did predict on our EPL Futures show. So my main lean here will be to take Manchester United on the money line. I would take a side play on both teams to score and over two and a half goals. And uh, if you really want the big payout, go for Manchester United along with the both teams to score. That one is available at around about two to one plus 200. So that concludes this episode of Bet MUFC. There's loads and loads of content at the moment because we are now getting into the pattern where there's going to be games in midweek and games at the weekend and games in midweek and games at the weekend with the Champions League and the Europa League starting. I didn't want to clog up this feed this week with, with loads and loads of podcasts and have my Champions League show get lost. So over on the Lock Betting podcast feed, which is a free feed, that's where I've dropped my uh, Champions League reaction to the Champions League draw. That's also the home of that's Bundesliga show this season and it will also be the home of the NFL when the NFL starts in just a few days time. The NFL is just over a week away from starting and that's where I'll be covering that. But there will still be a future show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. We will also be dropping our usual Champions League key game show that we do every single season on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. But if you want every single game broken down along with the Europa League, that's over at the LockBetting.com Patreon page. So there's a LockBetting.com Patreon page and there's a LockBetting free podcast feed now where we'll be covering Dust Bundesliga NFL and giving my initial Champions League reaction. That's it for this edition of Bet MUFC. I'll be back at the weekend with a major show that will be looking back at this game against Leicester and then looking forward to our game against Arsenal who have started with a 100% winning record. So that's a big one. Until then, good luck with all your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.